0: Today on Locked on Rockies, a big day for Antonio Senzatella and the Colorado Rockies. What does his return mean for the rotation? And what does it mean for the Rockies as they look ahead to a tough road trip? You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the fifth day of May in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked on Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk, (laughs) talk, talk, What was that? Uh, A talk right here on the Locked on podcast network your team every day and if your team is the colorado rockies well guess what you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here as we talk about the colorado rockies each and every single day if you want to be part of the show you can subscribe to the locked on rockies youtube channel you can also find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service we've also partnered up with sirius xm you can find us on the sirius xm app you can also uh, find us with all sorts of great stuff. You can uh, catch the Rockies playing the Mets tonight, and that game is at, uh Let's see, that's at 5:10 Mountain Time. So the Rockies play the Mets uh, tonight at 5:10 Mountain Time. You can catch every pitch of the Rockies' hometown broadcast with the Sirius XM, uh, with Sirius XM on the Sirius XM app. Search Locked On Rockies. All right, folks. Yes, we are early today, Nicholas. You have uh, noticed correctly. I have to uh, cover an afternoon shift today, so I'm my schedule has flip flopped for today. So that's why we're talking Rockies baseball in the morning and today it's a big day for the Colorado Rockies a big moment for the Colorado Rockies but before we dive into that I got to tell you today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. Here is the situation folks Antonio Sensatella returns to the Colorado Rockies and uh, you know this is a moment where the Rockies can kind of uh get a little bit more information on what this means for him and the Rockies and things of that nature. Because I think when we watch Antonio Senzatella pitch, we're going to see a lot of what we've kind of already been seeing. And we've already is clearly the philosophy of a lot of the Rockies pitchers and a lot of the Rockies uh, uh, pitchers that have gone in there. Think Connor Siebold, think uh, Kyle Freeland not so much going to blow people away with the strikeout. I mean, but he certainly is capable of it. He's gotten triple-digit strikeouts only twice in his career, and uh, through 19 starts last year, he had uh, 54 strikeouts. So one thing for certain that would be a really great sign of this being a different Senza, a different-looking Senza, or one that's maybe looked to adjust and reevaluate make some changes to his pitching style while recovering from the injury. I don't really know how much you can kind of do both of those. Uh, It takes a lot of work to recover and also, you know, change stuff about your pitching style. But Senza is going to pitch to contact. This is exactly what we know. I mean, we know that this is what uh, he is going to do. He is uh, going to uh, get out there and he's going to hope that batters are going to, he's going to induce weak contact and he's going to keep uh, uh, players off balance and keep them uh you know off the board this unfortunately has led to a higher than normal career ERA i mean the the best the best season was the shortened season there during the pandemic his ERA was uh over 5 last year is uh he hasn't been uh you know high in win loss total since uh 2020 and 2019 uh you know again the win loss total of again being a uh, eh, type of uh, uh, metric but when you look at when you look at things uh, he is uh, someone that has plenty of experience and know-how to keep the Rockies in ball games. but just like with everything else he he's never going to necessarily blow anybody away He's not going to get out there and dominate a game. What he can do for the Rockies, though, especially well, is he can go out and get you innings. He can keep you in games longer. You're going to see, a hopefully, if things are going well for Senza, you're probably going to see a lot of starts that are similar to the finale against the Brewers. If Senza is inducing as much weak contact, he still might miss a pitch and get tagged for something big, which is kind of honestly the the Achilles heel of most Rockies pitchers, especially the ones that pitch to contact. Think exactly Kyle Freeland as well. What's Kyle Freeland really good at? Getting double plays. What happens when Kyle Freeland misses his pitches? Well, more often than not, the ball's hit really hard, really far, and uh, we saw it again from from Connor Seabold yesterday as well. This is... I kind of hope, though, the Rockies' last big investment in pitch to contact. I really do hope that the Rockies is become start looking to blend their rotation that with a little bit of a mix of both. Sensatella and Freeland can be successful. They can be, you know, middle rotation type of guys. Sure, Senza is most certainly uh, fits better in the back half of the rotation. If this rotation was healthy, I wouldn't be putting Senza any higher than 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 three. At the most in this rotation for sure, but I want the Rockies to look at this current rotation because they're going to see a lot of their pitch to contact philosophy and see that I don't think it's smart to fully invest like this on one philosophy of pitching. The Rockies need why Herman Marquez was so not, was such was such a great asset was because of his ability to strike runners uh, strike batters out his ability to dominate games. I think the Rockies can stick to this philosophy because they have pitchers that are good at it and especially somewhere with with where play players are going to be hitter aggressive at Coors Field. But it's also what's better than relying on hits or relying on weak contact, not letting him hit the ball at all. And that's the issue here that we might face with Senza. Nicholas Delvo points out in the live chat. Hopefully he can keep the ball down because if he doesn't keep the ball down, that's center cut. Look where the Rockies pitchers who are missing when they miss the ones that we've been talking about today. Where do they miss? It's center cut. And though I mean, and they are going to get feasted on. It's a risky game, but it works for the Rockies. The Rockies have already turned over 30 double plays again uh, already this season. Even with their uh, we even with the shoddy start to the season on defense and all the errors. The Rockies pitchers are clearly good at inducing double play ground or, or getting ground balls to induce double plays. I'd argue Kyle Freeland's one of the best. But we have too much reliance on that. We have too much of the same type of pitcher and – I just don't think that this is the way to go moving forward. I mean, I I think the way, why it worked so well for the playoff run was because John Gray and Herman Marquez were going to strike people out. They were going to keep people off. And then you had to deal with kind of the mix-up of Kyle Freeland and Senzatella who are going to come in here and, you know, they're going to give you opportunities, but you're going to have to time it right. You're going to have to hit it right. And that's not always going to be the case. I like when the Rockies have a mix of pitchers. I like when it's a variety. I like when teams have to come in and they think that they know what to expect at Coors Field, but they're not because they're going to have to face a different style of pitcher almost every day. Not when you, oh, we're at this chunk of the Rockies rotation. We know they're going for a pitch-to-contact philosophy. Now, this season's gonna be different, <laughs> obviously, given the injuries, given uh, you know, the 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 pieces on the team. But Senza's return gives them veteran depth. And that is what the Rockies need right now at a crucial moment. Let's talk more about that here, and we'll uh read a little bit from Purple Row coming up here in segment number two. But before we do that, I gotta tell you about our friends at Rocket Money. Rocket Money is going to help you with this almighty question. Did you discover any subscriptions you forgot about? Well, think about it. Do you remember those things? you remember signing up for all those things? Do you remember everything you signed up for? Guess what? Rocket Money is going to help you get all that, all that info, everything you need to know about those spending habits in one spot, because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you and for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockedonMLB. That's Rocket RocketMoney.com slash MLB. RocketMoney.com slash MLB. Folks, this is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're also on the SiriusXM app where you can find us there for all your Locked On Rockies action. We're also live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show just like Nicholas Delvo and Linda Clark today. Thank you so much for making Locked on Rockies your first listen of the day. And for all my everyday listeners out there, thank you for doing what you do, tuning in to this wonderful pod. Still on the March to 500, YouTube subscribers would love your support there. That's one of the best ways to help the show. One of the best things to help the Colorado Rockies right now is a veteran arm that knows how to pitch at Coors Field and knows what being a Rocky is all about. And that is... Antonio Sanzatello. Again, we can look at the stats, we can look at the numbers, and certainly there are things to highlight, criticize. But at the end of the day, in a moment where the Rockies were losing just about uh, all of their starting arms, in a situation where the Rockies desperately need someone that can come in and fill an immediate hole in this Rockies rotation. The Rockies get back someone who has been pitching for them for six years. This matters. This means the Rockies have someone that they they do trust, they do believe in, and do think that has the capabilities to help the Rockies win ballgames. This is a much better idea than having to go and find and pluck up an unready MLB, or an unready prospect like we were kind of looking at. Not only do the Rockies not have a ton more uh, MLB-ready prospects at the minor league level, especially when you're looking at the top end of the Rockies' prospects. Uh, the Rockies weren't uh, have mentioned some stuff and probably still are looking at some uh, potential free agents or potentially uh, moving things. I'm much more encouraged to see Antonio Senzatello making the start than if the Rockies were to go out and have gotten Madison Bumgarner and signed him to the minimum, for example. Let's take a look here at Purple Row, and uh, let's uh, read from Joel Milholm here. There couldn't be a better time for the Rockies starter to make his seventh season debut. After tearing his ACL on August 18th, he had surgery, rehabbed, and will be back on the hill tonight, 261 days later for the Rockies. This is, again, sensational time for Sensatella's return from Joel Milholm on Purple Row. Uh, let's go back here. Sensatella debuted in 2017 and has made 117 starts since, putting up a 39 and 42 record and a 4.88 ERA in 672 uh, innings. Since, uh, let's see, let's see. The. Uh, Rockies have needed eight different starters to, uh, to complete the season in 2022, uh, and uh, this is going to be a, 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 where the Rockies are certainly back on the same track here. Uh, he's uh, This is where the Rockies' uh, rotation started this year. Herman Marquez, Kyle Freeland, Jose Arena, Austin Gomber, and Ryan Feltner. That means now the Rockies have lost one, one, two, three, uh, at least two of those options, and then when they replace those options with Noah Davis, things get worse. So now the rotation's probably gonna look something like Freeland, Senzatella, Gomber, Feltner, um, and Seabold as well. <laughs> oh boy. Um this is interesting. The biggest interesting part here uh, of this is is, is of, of, of Senzatella's piece is this. Senzatella made two rehab starts for the Isotopes to prepare for his debut today. His first game was on April 25th when he gave up one run on five hits with two walks and four strikeouts in three in a third inning. He got banged up pretty good in his next start, giving up nine runs, only six turns on eight hits with one walk and three strikeouts in three innings. Senzatella's strength has always been producing ground balls, which he averages 51.5% of the time across his six seasons in MLB. The Isotope defense behind him wasn't great, even though the Rockies had their struggles in the field to start this year. It's improved over the last... Week and they'll need to be on their A game to help Senzatella post a solid start tonight. Exactly, exactly the point there. Things with Senzatella can go really south really fast. Look at the dynamics in the shift between or in the in the the, the, the differences between those two uh, rehab starts. It's rehab starts. It's a uh, it's 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 triple A. Huge grain of salt, but. That's also what you see a lot of Senza. Man, look at that start. Look at that one hit or one run, three hits, got some strikeouts. You know, and they only pitched three in the third, but you know, you can kind of imagine that. That's a good, that's a Senza. That's a quality Senza start. Something, six innings, a couple of hits, one run maybe. And uh, uh, the defense, though, doing its thing, backing them up, inducing a couple of double plays. But then, bam, nine runs. Six of them earned. Not, I mean, and and the floodgates can just open. So right now is a pivotal moment, not only for Senza but the Rockies' defense. They have to play as as well as they have been playing of late. They have to get better if they want to be able to back up Senza, because Senza's gonna need the backup because they know that Senza's gonna get want to get ground balls. That's that's the game. The only thing that you just remind yourself of Senza is exactly what you see in those rehab starts. Great, great start. Bad start. Great start. Bad start. Great start. Bad start. Is there? Will we see the consistency? Will we see Senza be able to, you know, to bring this team uh, a little bit more, you know, quality, quality pitches, quality pitching. Or are we going to get the Senza that is going to get the team down early and unfortunately not be able to miss the bats? And is the Rockies' defense going to be capable to back them up? I think they are. I think the Rockies are in a better headspace. I think Senza's return is a more of a positive. I think the Rockies are getting better with Antonio Senzatella. I think the Rockies have been playing better ball. But the test is here. The test is now. The test is Antonio Sensatella is returning on the road against a Mets team at home in their ballpark looking to make some noise, looking to do some damage and turn things around. You can absolutely guarantee that the Mets are going to look to try to feast on Antonio Sensatella tonight and take advantage of every, every opportunity. So when the Rockies have their pitcher, get them the ground balls that he wanted to and get them that they need, they have to be able to do the little things right and keep and back their pitcher up. Something they haven't always done this year, but something they are are showing more signs of. If the Rockies want to continue to show that the beginning of the season was, was the fluke part of the season and this team is better, no better time than tonight's matchup against the Mets. Go out and make a statement for win number five. Win game number one. Get Senza back in the rhythm as soon as, you know a little bit quicker. Get him back in motion. Get him jazzed up and ready to go. Game ready a little bit sooner. But they also are dealing. I mean, this is it. I mean, this is the this is a prove it moment of the season. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a it's a can you hang with these type of teams type of moment for the Rockies. And we'll see if they rise to that occasion. But I feel like I kind of spent a lot of time highlighting a warning signs of Senzatella. I think the big takeaway from Antonio Senzatella's return tonight is that it is a massive positive for the Rockies. No, he's not a Cy Young candidate. No, he's not. You know, he might not top the leagues. But he is someone that can, can effectively navigate Coors Field and can effectively keep the Rockies in the ballgame when he executes to the abilities that he knows that he can do. Sometimes he misses, sometimes it isn't pretty, but right now the Rockies desperately need someone like Antonio Senzatella to come back to their rotation, and it is a massive, massive win for the Rockies to get Senza back in. Let's hope, though, that we're getting, like we see that uh, FNL aviator says, that two, 2017 uh, Senza when he went 9-0 in the first half of, of the season. So this is a moment. Senza, this is a, a a bit. This is this could be a turning moment in the Rockies season. I still don't think it turns around enough to really change a lot of the direction. Yes, I still think hundred losses is still on the table, but at least in this solid stretch right now, at least in this feel good moment of right now, at least in the in the in the best moments of Rockies baseball in 2023, the Rockies are getting better today with the return of Antonio Senzatella. and I look forward to seeing him pitch again because again. Big props. Uh, you know, you gotta respect a guy that's been play, pitching and doing his thing for the Rockies for six seasons. It's exactly the type of pitcher the Rockies need back in their rotation at this moment in the season. So we'll see what happens uh, happens to uh, Senza and the Rockies tonight as they take on the Mets. Here, big moment for them. I think the Rockies are are avoiding uh, Verlander in this series as well. I think uh, the the I think Verlander just made his debut. So, uh, but again. This is a Mets team that's going to be hungry for some wins after they just uh, got swept by the Tigers, and they certainly do not want to be, uh, you know, dealing with two teams at the bottom of the league uh, doing the damage against uh, some a World Series hopeful. Uh, let's. I wanted to take a moment as well to highlight again the importance of base stealing and movement on the bases. Uh, here from Renee Deckhart's uh, Rockies Pitch Newsletter, and uh, we will do that coming up here in segment number three. Before we do that, though, got to tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is going to help you take care of you because guess what? It's important to take care of you. It's very important. To take care of you. And BetterHelp is going to do that. Because guess what? You can spend all that time and effort on everyone. It's great. But you got to make time for yourself. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. It's in, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Yeah, that's right, folks. It's it's all works around that's what helps with this. It's an experience that it, it, it's for you to maximize an opportunity to take advantage to take care of yourself like i said entirely online all you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge find more balance with better help visit betterhelp.com locked on mlb today to get 10% off your first month that's better help locked on mlb betterhelp.com locked on mlb to save 10% on your first month This is the Locked on Rockies podcast. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. And here live on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. Just like FNL Aviator, Nicholas Delvo, and Linda Clark. Uh, FnL aviator says this about Antonio Sanzatella. I just want us to get in a good rhythm and win some games back and forth Oh, this is about the team because at, at this point we all know we will probably not get out of the basement let alone get 500. that's a good point. I mean at the, it's make the bad stretches less long, right play better ball in between lose the lose close games by playing good baseball sometimes you know what just like how the game started yesterday, you're gonna run into good pitching. You're gonna run into a day where your hits aren't dropping, and that's fine. That's that's acceptable. But errors, lack of fundamentals, striking out with in in critical situations, lack of energy, like we've seen at points for the Rockies. Those are the issues. Like we talked about a little bit last week after the Philly, I th- I can't remember which series it was, but uh, before the Arizona series, I think. The Rockies were playing better baseball, even they're losing. But losing close games, hard-fought games, is way different, and I'd love to see some more rhythm and consistency. I would agree. Uh, I wanted to close out with with more notes on this is the future of baseball, folks. This has to be something that the Rockies have to be thinking about, as is every other team's uh, thing. If you want to learn more, uh, Joel uh, – uh, I'm sorry. Renee wrote more about base stealing for Purple Row, which I, I, I want you to uh, – uh, go and read the full the full thing so it's something that you have to consider here because i want to just i want to just reread the scene that was set for the rockies here from uh again this is from the uh rockies pitch newsletter from renee descartes that you can subscribe to uh Take a second to remember how the game unfolded. Going into the seventh inning, the Rockies were down 4 to nothing. Then Mustakas singles, Trejo singles, and Tovar hits a double, bringing in Mustakas and Trejo, it's 4-2 to two Brewers. The Brewers change pitchers. Brenton Doyle singles, something that happens only because he's extraordinarily fast and outruns the throw. Then he steals second. In the broadcast booth, Drew Goodman observes Doyle changes things because of his speed. And he did. As Andrew McCalvey, who covers the Brewers for MLB.com, wrote of this series' events, Breis Turang made a slick stop but couldn't throw out the speedy Doyle. It wouldn't be the last time that Doyle's speed came into play. Tovar scored on a balk that moves Doyle to third, and when Elias Diaz hits a sacrifice fly, the run is certain because of Doyle's speed. The eighth inning is much of the same. Just to be clear, the Rockies capitalize on singles, doubles, sacrifice flies, and Brewers errors in a game where the Rockies hit no home runs. Speed matters. Base running aggression matters. Brenton Doyle changed the entire landscape of those plays because of his speed. Mike Moustakis doesn't, I mean, he doesn't score on that sack fly. The a lot of Rockies players don't score on that sack fly from Elias Diaz uh, there late in the game. And look at what you you generate things. You bust your buns and you get on first, and then you're immediately able to snag second base and create a runners in scoring position, uh, two of them, immediate threat. The Rockies have to get faster. The Rockies have to get more aggressive on the bases. Whether it be stealing, hitting runs, use the big bases. Use Doyle's speed. If Doyle is on a base, he should be stealing. He should be in motion. It does not matter. Because that's how you're going to be able to win ballgames like that. That's how you're going to be able to generate offense. A single in the gap or a single with someone that's fast like Brenton Doyle on second after he just beat out an infield single is going to mean that you can score two on more on more uh, hits in there or be able to score on closer sacrifice flies. The Rockies don't have enough speed to be able to generate that offense with the people that they put out there. Again, look at some of the players that, that were in there <laughs> and that, that could have been running the bases at that point. Stealing bases and speed is an X factor that the Rockies have to increase across their lineup. As they continues to look at change, as it continues to reshape, until this team reforms itself into what we know the Rockies are going to look like for a, you know, a window of, of time, this is a team that should really emphasize getting players faster, getting players in motion more, especially people that play outfield and course field. If you've got speedy outfielders that can play defense and manage there, then, then why shouldn't they be able to steal some bases and get you moving and get you something a little bit extra? We need to emph- We need to improve there. Being at the bottom of stolen bases in the league is is at this in this season and in and in baseball going forward is a bad sign and a bad trait to have for your baseball team. You need to be aggressive on the base paths. You need to have speed. It's going to win you ball games. Brenton Doyle's speed was a massive factor in that game yesterday. Speed can kill. It is in a very, very, very underutilized thing for the Colorado Rockies. They'll say we have speedy stuff, but l- you heard it on the broadcast, you saw it pan out. Base stealing, speed on the bases, aggression on the bases, heads up base running are critical to success in the in this new era of baseball. The new bases, the new philosophies, the new mentalities of base runners, it's getting back to a time where yes, Base stealing is going to be a huge deal. And that's going to mean, uh, you know, we you challenge more of these catchers, especially when you have situate, you know, Elise Diaz has been playing some solid defense and throwing people out. You're going to get nabbed, sure. But it is worth taking those risks sometimes when you need to, especially with the way that your offense was, you know, unable to score with runners in scoring position. Be creative. Use your speed. Use what you have to score runs. Instead of just relying on that big, the, the home run or the big hit, generation of runs also comes on the base paths. That's my little uh, base running thought. My little thought on, on what I think is going to be a massive trend going forward here as we continue to see this uh, next generation of baseball. Uh, their base stealing but uh, let me know what you think about uh, base stealing and the Rockies aggression on the base paths here Rockies take on the Mets tonight five ten mountain time is first pitch and it's a big one there for the Rockies Mets if they lose will fall under 500 and the Rockies can get win number five but again this is a Mets team looking to do some damage who will come out on top. We'll find out this weekend. We'll think we got our schedule in a little crossover episode, too, with Locked on Mets, so don't miss out on that. Folks, this has been the Locked on Rockies podcast morning edition. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. We are free in streaming on your favorite streaming service, also available on the SiriusXM app. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Go make Locked on Buffs, Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets your second listen of the day. And until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.